Greetings, people. I come to you on behalf of Elpool Football Club, who used to be called Liverpool Football Club. They have now changed their name to Elpool. Uh, we have collected our second L of the day of the year um, away at the King Power Stadium to Leicester. Come on in. Take your shoes off. Stay a while. You know, um, have hope. A YouTuber that I like, he says, have a meal, you know, get comfortable. We're, we're going to go in. Um, that game. That game had been coming. Um, overall, I had some thoughts about what the Leicester fans had been chanting. You know, you can look that up if you want. I don't want to give it too much energy here, but it, it is what it is. You know, all all of those types of chants in football um, that are that promote hate, you know, they take away from the game. So obviously this is Chima from Chima Chat's foot. We are against that. Um, and we are about people doing their best for themselves and one another. Um, now with that out of the way, I'd like to welcome you. Um, Liverpool lost one nil at the King power. Um, that was a bit of a prelude to the, uh, the somber nature of the podcast, obviously not a good day for Jurgen Klopp's men as Brendan Rodgers, you know, um, I normally do midfield defense attack, but sometimes I think we just need to talk about the game generally and and, and I'll just kind of go. Um, we'll get the positives out of the way. I thought that Joel Matip was really good. Um, I thought that um, Costa Simicas played pretty well um, instead for Andy Robertson. Um, I also thought that Jota got himself into good positions. Um, and occasionally we had a good offensive triangle or whatever you want to call it. You know, we had some good ball movement. Um, but overall, I, I think that this game, Leicester versus Liverpool, it's becoming a little mini derby, you know, and there was always a bogey team that no matter how good Liverpool were, when they went to that ground, they weren't getting points. Something would happen, right? Um, and I hope that Leicester isn't becoming that for us. Uh, personally, I think that when you have to play uh, the same team three times in three weeks. It's difficult if anybody has ever played a tournament sport. Um, just seeing the same opponent over and over and over again, it increases the chances for anything to happen. But you know what also increases the chances for anything to happen is when Liverpool uh, decide to leave their shooting boots at home. And that's exactly what happened here. Uh, it was really just chance after chance after chance. Obviously, um, Jordan Henderson decided to try the same volley at the top of the box in as it was less successful each time. Um, it, it, it was it was worse and worse each time. Um, our attacks broke down time and time again. But, you know, early what is it, in the 11th minute, we get a penalty. And, you know, Mo Salah, very direct run up, normally just powers the penalties. I mean, he scored his last 15, but I don't know. Something just told me, you know what? Right now, it would be really bad. It would just be the perfect narrative if he misses here. And sure enough, he saves it. Uh, the ball comes back to him in a bit of an awkward fashion. He can't exactly put in the rebound, you know, despite his best efforts. And then all of a sudden, you know, here we are with the King Power Stadium rocking. The atmosphere was the atmosphere was loud for the majority of the game. Obviously, Leicester fans have a point to prove. Um, and that... It just gave them all the impetus they needed, um, especially because it was it's still nil nil. They feel like they're in it. 
Casper uh, Schmeichel, I almost called him Peter Schmeichel. Casper Schmeichel is a huge figure for them, team captain. Um, I mean, really Leicester club legend, if we're being honest, one of the best Leicester players ever um, in their very brief history. So he, him making that save and then not getting the rebound and then them jumping out of the attack immediately, it just, uh, it just it galvanized everyone in the entire stadium. And it, it very much allowed them to say, you know what? Nah, maybe maybe tonight is our night. You remember how in the cup, Jota was killing us, you know, at the end of the game, giving it to us. That was you all's night, but maybe this could be our night. Um, so the place is rocking. It's loud. It is raucous. And Leicester are up for the fight. Um, Liverpool had a couple of days extra rest because of the fixture that was canceled due to the COVID um, situation. And they just seemed leggy. They seemed lethargic. You know, Henderson was in the midfield, but his influence on the game, it wasn't anything to, in my opinion, of note. Um, Fabinho, we got to talk about Fabinho. Fabinho chuckles his way into um, Chuckle Brothers, clatters someone. Um, Joel Matip then has to pick him up, and then he commits a foul. So Joel Matip has... A yellow he's on a yellow card from the sixth minute and it was right then in that moment i'm like that's not good why why is our starting center back on a yellow card in the sixth minute that can that can only be bad now you have to play 85 plus minutes not making a mistake or a challenge not good fabinho was fabinho was not providing the protection he normally provides um i think he's not hasn't been in the best form as of recent um, essentially we traded blows back and forth, um, until, but there were large periods of this game where Liverpool gave it to Leicester. Leicester were defending for their lives for large periods of this game. Um, and of course they're waiting on the counter, James Madison, Vardy, you know, they're, they're, they're waiting on the counter and, you know, they almost got us a couple of times if we're being honest, you know, it was a lot of punt long 50, 50 ball. Virgil has to judge it in the air immediately. And he, he almost always gets those right. Um, we'll come back to the almost always getting it right a little bit later um, when we talk about their goal. But we failed to put away so many chances. There were so many chances in the first half where Diogo Jota's in the box, then the ball falls to him. And I mean, I love I love Diogo Jota. I think he's an, he's an incredible player. But he waits a second too long and it's blocked, right? Slide and slide tackle. Or he ends up kind of just shooting generally at the target. And it gets blocked. You know, sometimes he he has a tendency to do that. So there were a couple, two or three of his shots that were just blocked. We don't know what those could have been. Um, Sadio Mane, this is the worst Sadio Mane form we've that I we've we've seen in a, in a while. Reds. Let's be honest. I love Sadio Mane, one of my favorite all time players. A hundred Premier League goals for Liverpool. That's incredible. You know that is incredible, but you really just have to f- figure it out and say, well, when he's through on goal one-on-one, Diogo Jota comes from a great bit of plays. Jota feeds him through. You're through on goal. You have to finish that. Again, that is a chance that I would expect anybody on the team to finish. At very least, put it on target and make Kasper Schmeichel save it. That way we have a ricochet in the box. Maybe we'll get a kind deflection. 
work the keeper at minimum. That's the number one rule of being a striker. Work the keeper. No matter what, don't don't figure it out saying, oh, I should have placed it left or I should have placed it right, whatever. Work the keeper. He fails to do that. Again, the crowd, you know, they love that one. Hey, they love that one. The crowd gets louder. Again, you're you're giving belief. My high school football coach, shout out to Robert Jackson. Um, he said, if you let a team hang around with you long enough, they'll find a way to beat you. And he, you know, and that and, and that's true for he said the quote, the full quote is if you let a sorry team right hang around with you long enough, they'll find a way to beat you. And it also works for teams that Leicester's not a bad team. They're a decent team, but we should be beating them. They had plenty of injuries, including Pereira, who's one of their best players. Soyanchu's injured. Harvey Barnes. They had a ton of injuries. You know, they were there for the taking. Um, yeah, Sadio Mane was anonymous. Mo Salah, I think that penalty, I'm not going to say that it affected his game, but, you know, he, he, he was fairly quiet as well, and he's had a couple of those. I don't think, you know, we haven't seen a Mo Salah go in a couple of games. So, you know, when he goes a couple of games without scoring, generally we don't play well. Um, Jota had a couple interesting chances, but couldn't finish much of anything. Uh, it, it, it was just Leicester, they were up for it. Um, I really just felt like Jean Mata played, played well. Um, their goal comes from, you know, right after halftime, you know, Sadio misses that chance. Brandon Rogers says, you know, you know what? Let's bring on some fresh legs. Adam Willa Lookman comes on, um, and he's bombing up and down that left wing, interchanging in the striker role. He's always able to, you know, uh, dictate play, but he also, and this is, I thought was brilliant, brought on a player that Liverpool has scouted for a while, Yuri Tillemans. And you know, and you, you all will know I'm a fan of Yuri Tillemans. Great technique, great control, um, a good shot. Just a very, very, he's like Oxlade Chamberlain, except he can actually play a through ball. And he's way more refined and better. Well, he's just better in every department, but he's also sneaky athletic too. You know, kind of a chunky kid, but the kid's a baller. I really, really like him. They bring him on as well. So now I'm looking at Jurgen Klopp saying, okay, Jurgen, well, you got to change it, right? You got to change the system. You can change something up. James Milner ends up coming on. And Firmino belatedly ends up coming on. And I'm just like, man, do we have to have that squad depth conversation again? Because in January, we're losing two players. Three players, excuse me. And we all know who they are. Vital positions. And we're not looking great the past game or two when they've when they've played. Talk less of when they're not there. You you know, we talk about Sadio Mane's not playing well, but how about having no Sadio at all? I don't know. Maybe an international break is what he needs, but we all love Sadio. But you cannot continue because if Salah does, I mean, that means if Salah doesn't score, where are our goals coming from? He cannot continue to no goal in nine games. And it's not as if opportunities haven't been there for him. There have been plenty of opportunities. He simply cannot find the net consistently. That is a problem. It's a problem. And everybody loves Sadio. Um, now, once that, once that, that change happened, um, Yuri Tillemans is picking up the ball in the midfield. And one thing that you never want to let a, a defender or a deep uh, holding midfielder do is play a ball that bypasses your midfield and immediately hits the feet of an attacker one-on-one with your defenders. You know, our midfield, you know, it was missing someone like Tiago who can control 
and also pass. I thought Henderson was pretty below average. Fabinho was pretty below average. Nabi Kaita, he ended up coming on playing some. He was subbed on as well. He was pretty below average. You know, none of them made a huge impact. Oxlade-Chamberlain ran around. He played decent. Um, but again, Oxlade-Chamberlain is a good player. But when he gets to the final third, I can't depend on him for that silky through ball or that one-two. If you could give Oxlade-Chamberlain Firmino's football IQ, you would have a hell of a player. But too often, he overhits it or he runs into a blind alley. You know, we had a couple Joel Matip, Maisie runs where I love the Joel Matip run. We all do. His passing ability is one of the best in the Premier League at center back, I, I, I think at least. But lay it off right before you're about to get tackled because he always gets to a really good point, but something happens. Lay it off, you know, but we we had no answer. Adamola Lookman comes on, your Tillman picks with the ball, plays that kind of pinged out ball to that left wing and... Virgil, how many times have we seen him kind of back off and use his technique to inside out and pick it off the off the attacker at the last second? That's what Virgil normally does. He's really good at it. But this time around, Virgil's backing off and backing off. And Lookman's like, look, A, I'm not a starter for this team. I just came on. I'm just going to have a shot. Why not? I'm fresh as well. When you have fresh legs, it's like bang one at the goal. What's the worst that can happen here? You know, um, and Sure enough, he rips one in. Allison gets beat near post, and the King Power Stadium just erupts. It it was it was so loud. I, I will say, Leicester, as much as I hate them now, they're our new you know low key fake rivals. Um, they have a really good atmosphere um, at the stadium, even though they use like little plastic clappers. It's kind of tacky, but other than that, it is a pretty good atmosphere. Look at me hating. That salt. Can y'all feel that salt? This bitterness right there emanating from me, but. Um, the stadium goes crazy, and, and, it, and it was then, Leicester then dropped into a low block. They essentially just um, sat Ndidi, Amarty, you know, right in the middle of the field and basically said, all right, well, you got to break us down now. Oh, yeah, and by the way, we, you know, we still have the fresh legs of Lookman on the counter, so we have a threat going forward. Um, and as I said before, Liverpool had nothing to change it. You know, we're bringing on James Milner in a game that – we need to be getting a goal in, that's a little bizarre, you know. Obviously, who would have thought we would be crying out for Lord Divock Origi to be fit, you know, but he would have come on, changed the game. Liverpool needs something different. Minamino as well, you know. Shame that he's in the best form of his Liverpool career and all of a sudden he's injured, you know. Liverpool are, everyone's like, is it the title race over? And I'm like, well, Liverpool are competing with Manchester City who literally have two 11s of world-class players. It's just a fact, you know, um, we don't we just don't have that same depth. So I, I don't think the title race is over. Anything can still happen. But this is a very, very bad. Uh, this is a very bad step. I'll say that this is not something that I'm like, yeah, this is this is this is we're in the right direction. Um, it's not panic stations yet. But wow. Yeah. Liverpool drop one at the, at the King Power Stadium. They drop all three points. Uh, the Leicester fans were, were were lapping it up. They were absolutely enjoying it, which ticked everybody off. Because in reality, Mo Salah made his last 15 penalties. He tucks that away. We win the game, I do believe. Because you get a goal, it calms everybody down, and then let, now Leicester has to press. And then they got to come out of their shell a little bit. Then you can play in behind them. Um, but we, we, we just couldn't do that. Uh, a quick note, there's an app called ColorCast um, that... I've been chatting with some people on it, and it's, it's pretty dope. The I'm trying to get the founders to uh, 
you know, make me a, an official uh, EPL commentator. But unfortunately, they don't have the, the mechanism to sift real quality football chat like you and I are having here from people who kind of just hit them up. So uh, who knows? Who knows how that's going? But a pretty cool app. You should check it out. Um, but uh, back to Liverpool, I really just think that this was a, this was a, this is a kick in the teeth. You know, we need reinforcements. I'd like to see another attacking midfielder, like an, like a midfielder, Kaita-ish, um, Oxlade-Chamberlain-like, you know, the most advanced in the, in the three. I'd like to see a striker and a wide attacker brought on and a holding mid. We need all of those players and a number eight. We need, we need, uh, you know, I was trying to tell my, my, you know, the people I was talking to on that app are, this is, this is the same squad essentially, you know, Jurgen Klopp has gotten the most, he's absolutely gotten the most out of these players. And without the benefit of a huge sum of money, you know, without the benefit, you know, relatively without the benefit of a lot of things and in FSG, are you listening? You know, this is. This is basically us saying when we want to change the game, we have to bring on um, James Milner and every, you know, who doesn't love James Milner, you know, baller, but he's not an offensive style player. He never was. So where's our Adamola Lookman off the bench? Right. And I get it. We have a I get it. We have Minamino, but let's be honest. They're good depth to have, but you don't want to have to depend on them constantly. Maybe Divock. But Minamino has been playing well, but I need I need you to see I need, I need to see that in five, six, seven, eight games in a row, so we can establish some type of rhythm, some type of form. Um, at the current moment, I don't I, I don't see us with that option, and I don't see us really able to compete on all fronts unless investment is made in January. This might sound controversial. I think FSG need to say, hey, look, here's like fifty to sixty million to spend in January, get some reinforcements because that's what this squad needs. We just look tired. You know, it was a war of attrition. They brought on fresh players. They brought on players who were, you know, sp- you know, had a little bit of spring in their step and they, they got at us. Yuri Tillemans was untouched in that midfield. We couldn't get close to him. That's the sign of a tiring midfield when you just can't lay a glove on him. The ball's always moving. You're chasing the ball. You're kind of chasing your tail because you, you don't have enough energy to press into any player and intercept or maybe make a challenge. That was our midfield. You know, I thought the midfield was super average, crying out for Tiago to just control, to get some of those, you know, and, and that's the thing. You know, everybody loves Tiago, but man, he loves an, he loves an injury, you know. Naby Keita loves an injury. Tiago loves a little injury. Thank God Oxley chamberlain has been fit, knock on wood. You know, and I said, hmm, could we have used a Genie Wijnaldum in this game? And I'm like, yeah, even though, you know, I was one of the main people like, oh, meaning, you know, we could upgrade from Genie Wijnaldum, but we never did. You know, and maybe that's Kurt Jones, maybe that's Harvey Elliott, but they're both kids. We need to have serious 30, 40 million pound signings that we can bring off the bench. That's the only realistic way. Manchester United, they're in a terrible situation right now, but they're going to be competitive because they'll spend the money. We know Chelsea will. City hasn't stopped spending money, right? This is, and, and when Michael Edwards is gone, Liverpool's strength was their transfers. Every transfer was a hit. Salah hit, Mane hit, Van Dijk hit, Jota hit, Allison hit, right? Do you feel me? Every single transfer was a hit. So now we're wondering... All right, well, who's going to be the head man in charge, you know, doing that? So a, a lot of, a lot of questions here, but, you know, they just came on. They changed the game. They were fresher. Um, we were awful in front of goal, which 
we've scored 50 goals, which is the most in the Premier League. So if we've scored 50 goals, which is the tied most in the Premier League as of last Saturday or as of last game week, Sadio Mane hasn't scored in nine, nine games now. So somehow we were still getting it done. But once again, we the attack looks burned out. The midfield looked a little ran ragged. And, and, and I'm like, well, maybe this is FSG's wake-up call because this is not a good game. Um, it was there to be won several chances. I feel like when you miss a penalty, you know, that's kind of the football god saying, all right, now you have to have an uphill battle to climb just due to the fact that, you know, we presented you with a penalty, which you earned and you missed it. It was a terrible penalty, you know, so just not really, you know, it's kind of a bad taste in your mouth for sure for a midweek game. But anyways, people, that's it. That's my say. I got to love you and leave you. Um, cry session over, right? Uh, take care of yourself, take care of one another. Happy holidays, new year. Um, God bless everybody. I I really appreciate, um, the time that you all take to spend to build this podcast. We're growing, we're getting bigger. We're coming for all markets, you know, available at all wall blogs. That's That's a Dave Chappelle joke. Maybe, maybe it's over your head. Anyways, take care of yourself. Take care of one another. I'm out. Peace.